0: Hey there, and welcome to episode fifteen of Cast Reflect. I'm your host Josh, and I'm joined as always by Connell Loot the Truth Jennings. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How's it going? Yeah, it's right. It's a bit warm. It's a little bit toasty now, isn't
1: it? Yeah, just a touch. Just
0: a touch. I think it's safe to say that the 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 full English summer has started now. Like with the
1: humidity, I feel like a full English. Yeah, yeah, like a I do. Sweaty sausages and. <laughs> From a proper greasy spoon. I just feel like a bit of eggy bread. (laughs) Oh, just that's been left on the side. Fried toast. A bit of fried slice.
0: Yeah, it's grim, isn't it, man? It's not good. Um, I've seen quite a few people, especially from the States, laughing at how we're moaning that it's like 27, 28, and it's like, yeah, but our houses aren't built for this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, our our infrastructure's not not built for this. It's not right. We've not got aircon. Our houses are so insulated, it's ridiculous. It's
1: we need just... tepid temperatures at all times. We can't deal with yeah. hot or cold. Well, we're just a bunch of moaners anyway, aren't we? The British. Oh yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. that's what we're good at, I think. Professional.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a little bit hot, it's a little bit sticky. <laughs> so if uh, if I get a bit agitated, it's not it's not you. It's just the heat.
1: Me? Or the listeners? Or both?
0: Both. All right. You're both equally responsible for my Aggie.
1: What you been up to? You been up to anything? I have been away, mate. I have been to Dublin. Nice. Yeah. Been to Dublin, mate. What, I went what away. For? Went on a stag. My first ever stag, actually. Yeah? How was it? It's was good. Really fun. Lots of drinking. Guinness, lots of drinking. Mostly recovering. I did. Went to the Guinness factory, did the Guinness tour. Nice. Had a pint of Guinness from the homeland itself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not a big fan of Guinness. I've tried it, I've tried it multiple times. I actually tried it last when you were down over Christmas, I think, and I just, just can't get into it, man. can can't get into it,
1: but you're a big, you're a big I'm you're a, big a big fan, fan. big Guinness yeah. fan big Guinness boy me
0: big Guinness boy you so when did you get back then
1: um Sunday evening yeah. um little anti shout out if it were, if if that's what they're called for Ryanair <laughs> go on then <laughs> they so uh, when plane was meant to get quarter uh, past six. Was meant to be our takeoff, or when, when we were meant to leave. Right. Um, got there. They let us on the plane at half six. It was like that's all right, just a little delay. Yeah. Got on the plane. Two hour delay. What, One, You just sat r- on the
0: plane. Yeah. <laughs> on the
1: on the runway, heating up this metal tube that everyone's just sitting in. That's insane. No drinks. Not allowed to serve drinks because we haven't taken off. What two it, hours? And then after an hour, they uh, were like, "Oh, we're going to open up the cart now and bring it round so you can buy yourselves some refreshments." We like, can you buy <laughs> ourselves some refreshments? You're having a laugh. Give me a bottle of water.
0: Yeah, you should be giving out complimentary water <laughs> for this tube just microwaves us <laughs> like alive. So,
1: Ryanair, you can do one.
0: <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's working for Ryanair, get your get you together with your Dublin to Gatwick's, please. Shopping. I'm assuming that's where you went back to Gatwick. Yeah, it was, yeah. Ah, it's easy, though, to get home from there, isn't it, for you? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's Luckily, because... Going... <laughs> Luckily, still so... took about four hours. Well, I didn't until get home before. till, like, half ten, eleven. To...
0: <laughs> How long's the flight as well? About an hour?
1: Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> got the ferry to Liverpool, mate, and got the train back. What have you been playing? You've been playing? I have uh, taken on a recommendation of yours recently. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, if you uh, remember yeah. a few episodes ago, you told me to try out Ghostwire Tokyo.
0: Yeah, you enjoying yeah. it?
1: Yeah, I am. I am. I I really like. I mean, it's. All, I love Japan and I love ghosts, so it's a pretty good. <laughs> it's a good combo then. Pretty good combo for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love like all of the, like the the gin and the demons and like all of the like. Classic folklore, Japanese folklore that you sort of encounter. Yeah. And you, there's like, um because it's set in Shibuya. So I was just running around the places that I went in Shibuya. Yeah. I've been <laughs> and, there. Yeah, literally. I was doing that so many times to myself. um And then they've got like the little uh, dog, I think his name's Hachi, who's like the dog statue that's outside Shibuya Station. And it's about this dog that I think his owner. I can't remember the actual story, so I'm probably butchering it. But the owner like passed away and the dog just sat there for years outside the station waiting for him to come back. And people used to like look after it and feed it whilst it was at the station. And then when it died, they uh, put a little statue there in its place. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, that's in the game. And they've got like graffitis and stuff about him. So you've just been
0: going around looking like getting a landmarks that you went to when you were in Japan.
1: <laughs> yeah, just doing a walking tour sim. With, uh... <laughs> not really playing the game. Just, I've just been going around doing...
0: <laughs> Reliving yeah.
1: the memories. It's, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think the thing that I'm not enjoying about it so much is... And I think it's partly because I don't really play first-person games on controller anymore. Yeah. But, like, the movement on it's a bit floaty and a bit...
0: Yeah, so this is my, my issue with it, was the... The controls, like the sensitivity and the feeling of... It's weird, Because it? you know you play some first-person shooters, like Call of Duty's obviously perfected it. The movement's so fluid and so precise that it really feels like where you're pointing on the analogue is where you want to go. Yeah. And Ghostwire Tokyo, where it's got so many options to edit the analogue sticks, sensitivities and dead zones and things like that took me ages and ages to get somewhere that i felt comfortable playing it and even then i still struggled with it it feels like it's got input lag doesn't it
1: yeah it does because you stop moving and then it carries on a little bit yeah yeah um
0: but it can it can uh you can kind of see past it i think because yeah you just have to
1: get used to i think once you've been playing it for like 20 minutes you just sort of forget about it but then it's like every time i go back to play it again i'll be like oh yeah yeah, if you haven't played it for a while, it's like, oh, yeah, the little floaty controls. But outside of that, I'm really enjoying it. It's yeah. like, it's um a really cool story, really cool environment. And like I say, spooky ghosts in Japan. Sign me up.
0: Sign me up, mate. Sign me up. I've been playing Diablo 4 quite a bit. Me and Ross How been playing it? it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. It's very much <laughs> a Diablo game, but obviously it looks lush on PC. I'm playing it. and. uh you got the new classes, the new abilities. It's, yeah, I've not really scratched the surface of it, to be honest. I played it probably for about 10 hours, I think, mean, 8, 10 hours. Got to level 25 because you fly through those first ranks. But, mm. yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun. I, I, I wouldn't play it on my own too much because I have played it on my own a couple of times, but I find I'm a bit like, eh, get a bit bored. But, you know, because you are just running around like, slaying hordes of enemies just getting your next loot level i'm not hugely invested in the story really i just want to sort of like have fun with my mates and grind out some loot and yeah it's just it's a good laugh though it's a good laugh you have to you have to jump
1: on it this week yeah definitely i'm looking forward to that
0: and i finished zelda as well finished it i finished zelda yeah i completed the story on zelda
1: nice and still 10 out of 10
0: yeah 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 personally yeah i think it's amazing i think it's absolutely amazing but i'm a bit sad that i finished it but i was at the point where i was happy with what i'd done i did about 90 plus hours on it altogether and i know i will pick it up again probably i don't know tomorrow maybe in a a month (laughs) i'm playing it now (laughs) i'm playing it right now to do the rest of the shrines and any side quests and some other bits but yeah, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit glad that I finished it, but there's other games I want to play, and I felt like it was kind of get, not getting in the way because I, if you're enjoying a game, it should never do that, but... Just eating I was, away your potential. I was, I was playing it every day. You know what I mean? I was playing it every single day for a, for a minimum of two hours, probably, after work, and then weekends I'd be sessioning it if I wasn't doing anything. And I was kind of letting other stuff all by the wayside but nevertheless i i i loved it absolutely adored it but i won't go into too much too much detail because we don't have the time and i could go on about it forever (laughs) but um the main thing obviously that happened while you've been away was uh summer game fest yep which we made our five fabulous predictions each
1: five out of five for me (laughs) five out of five for
0: me (laughs) So yeah, it's fair to say we were pretty ambitious.
1: I think with our predictions, I was very ambitious. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I thought I was being ambitious, and I was—I didn't even realise how ambitious I was being.
0: Yeah. So what we'll do is, I think we'll go through our predictions, and then we'll have a little chat about the show. So what we'll do is go through our predictions and sort of see see what occurred, (laughs) or rather, what didn't occur. What didn't occur? And then we'll have a little chat about the actual show and what we thought of it and some of our particular highlights and that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So starting off with the predictions. Yeah. Right, my first one was the next Battlefield game is shown and it is set in the present. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't get a sniff. Nilpoir. It also occurred to me as well that um, (laughs) I should have saved this prediction basically for next year. Because I'm pretty sure they're on a three year cycle and it's only been two years since like since the last game came out. So yeah. that's we, we didn't, say we, that's we, we didn't
1: say we were experts, did we? I I've wow. got I, I had a bit of a slip up for one of mine.
0: Yeah, Gordon, what was your uh, what was your first one?
1: And my first one was a uh, solid chunk of armored core gameplay, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. That didn't happen. Didn't happen. So that's zero out of nil nil. <laughs> so far. Yeah, it's nil nil. My next one after that was more Metal Gear Solid in some capacity, most likely the original trilogy. Didn't happen. Didn't see anything. Didn't even no. see Kojima, mate. No. Not that he would be part of it anyway, but yeah, didn't didn't see any of it. So that's a shame. Because yeah. <laughs> I was really thinking that we'd get a little bit of that. Right, what was your second one?
1: My second one was Dying Light 2 DLC. Yeah, Dying Light 2 DLC gets announced. Yeah, Yeah. which and it didn't, but (laughs) it did announce updates. What is DLC? What is (laughs) DLC?
0: We've had this chat. Technically, half point. You can. I'll give you half a point because I know how it's going to end anyway. How many more you've got? (laughs) So you can have half. Fine. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Score. No, so unfortunately, Darklight Two did not get DLC announced. But you are right some updates were announced for it. So I will allow, as it's, as it's our podcast, I will allow half a point for that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. No
0: worries. Ain't going to matter, baby, because my third prediction was <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy Rebirth gets an update with yeah. a new trailer. Yeah. Which it big did. finale. It did. It was the big finale. It looks, yeah, it looks fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be out on two discs as well. Which is, you know, harking back to the days of old Final Fantasy games when they were yeah, the
1: classics on four discs, on multiple discs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy VII obviously on three originally, and then eight was on four, I think.
1: But yeah, that yeah, nine was nine was four as well. Yeah, because I broke the last disc, so I used to just get to the end of disc three and start again.
0: <laughs> that's so tragic. <laughs> that's just so tragic. Yeah, so that's uh, one point to me
1: on that one. One point, so 0.5 to 1.
0: 0.5 to 1 so far, yeah. So, more to come though. Yeah. Your um, third...
1: My Pretty third one, I'm not going to say it again, because every time I say it, you will record it and play it about seven times and just laugh at me. Well, I've got the, so, I've got the recording anyway. Yeah, just play it now if you want. Yeah, have. go on. Magic the Gathering Arena is going to get an update with the upcoming Lord of the Rings and Doctor Who collaborations that they're releasing for the physical game. Um... Yeah, and <laughs> technically, I uh, I made a bit of a whiff with this one. Go on then, because this was already announced. But when I predicted it, it was already announced. I just didn't know. Oh, so it was so, it was it, it was correct. It just didn't get announced. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 big time, big time. So is that a point? Mm, Maybe. No, you know? I don't yeah.
0: think I can give you a point for that. Just mate, because I didn't know it. If anything,
1: didn't mean. If anything,
0: you could huh? you could have looked it up. And yep. then faked. Yep. Oh, it wasn't announced. But I didn't know it was yeah. announced. But yeah. can I have a point anyway. Can I have can I have a quarter of a point.
1: Yeah. No, you can't. You can have zero for that. So yeah, no magic the gathering and the adding in Lord of the Rings and Doctor Who stuff that they've got in the the card game. No Doctor Who, but the Lord of the Rings stuff is coming. Right. Okay. So it'd have only been half a point anyway then. Yeah, and I actually <laughs> saw it the next day <laughs> after we recorded, and I was like, oh, "Ah, f- <laughs> yeah, that is unlucky.
0: That is unlucky, mate." Well, yep. after three predictions, each were on one, one for me, half a point for Connell. Yeah, my fourth prediction was Elden Ring DLC gets a trailer. Yeah, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was, I was, I was. <laughs> Quite confident it would, considering. I was it, shocked. You know, I was
1: shocked this didn't happen
0: because they've had a, you know, they're partial to a to a trailer at these big events, but yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't get, it didn't get, a, it didn't get a sniff, mate. It didn't get a sniff. Nope. Your fourth prediction?
1: Well, I mean, four and five. I even said in the last in the predictions podcast, I was about a hundred percent sure they weren't going to happen. So my number four, was, but you went for which... them anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ballsy, mate. I like it. I like it.
1: Which is Witcher 4.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't happen. CD Projekt Red were there. They were there. They showed off some of their new uh, Cyberpunk DLC. Probably yep. why they didn't go all in on Witcher 4, because they didn't want yep. just people forget- to forget
1: about the DLC. Scared. Nice. Scared, if anything. Yeah, it should
0: have doubled down, mate. should have doubled down and gone for the Witcher DLC, Thethic. I think. <laughs> Cost me a point there. <laughs> I'll be having words. Cheers, CD Projekt. Yeah, thanks for that, mate. My last prediction was Bloodborne Remaster is shown and it's being developed by Bluepoint. <laughs> Again, not a sniff. Did not get a sniff from software. Nowhere to be seen. Don't know what Miyazaki's up to. Don't know what he's up oh, to. Mate,
1: they're, they're having a well earned holiday. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't know what he's. Don't know what he's up to, mate.
0: But none of yeah crafting
1: his next masterpiece. Yeah.
0: Well, he should craft it sooner. Also, <laughs> I, actually saying that, if Bluepoint are developing it. Doesn't even matter. Yeah. Where, where matter. were Bluepoint as well? What were they doing? Lazy. Lazy Bluepoint. If they're not doing the Metal Gear remake that everyone thought they were, then what are they, what are they doing? What have they been doing lately?
1: What have you done lately?
0: <laughs> Nothing. By the sounds of it, by the looks of it. Nowhere to be seen.
1: Oh, I made Demon's Souls and I rest on my oh, laurels. Resting on my laurels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number five, obviously didn't happen, was Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean that's a, that, it was. A, I love that prediction though, because so it, it's I. like it's nearly at the point where you're saying, you know, Half-Life Three is going to get shown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's slowly worming its way into that category, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. final scores then for our predictions were Josh one, Connell half point, but it's not really half point. <laughs> well it is
1: because you gave it to me you can't take it yeah, back now well I'll let you
0: have it because I won anyway so yeah, yeah. So yeah. but Come yeah uh, next year it's back June two- 2024 so we'll have five
1: yeah. more predictions each for you might keep the same ones might keep the same predictions you know just, what? just roll them over I
0: was thinking about it nah well
1: three of mine I probably
0: could squeeze in
1: there But yeah. two of mine I could Which 4 and Beyond Good and Evil 2 might they could stay
0: <laughs> <laughs> they might be in there they might be in there so yeah, predictions, not the best, obviously, but um, yeah, it's a bit of fun, wasn't it? I had fun doing yeah, it. It was good laugh. Good laugh. It was good. When I was watching it, it was almost like, you know, when you stick a bet on a football match that you've got no investment in, like, it's not like, yeah. uh, it's not Liverpool. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put a bet on this because it'll be a laugh. Yeah. It was like that. And then obviously, time, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then obviously I got a 90th minute winner <laughs> with Final Fantasy Rebirth, stepping up.
1: Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Extra time winner.
0: So the actual conference, then. Mm-hmm. I want to know sort of what your general general thoughts on it were, really, and what and what your if you had any particular highlights from the show.
1: I, yeah, I've got quite a few highlights. I did write one general note that was uh, I was really surprised by, which was there was a lot of actual dates. Yeah. Which I famously said during after the PlayStation showcase doesn't really happen anymore these days. So. Well done, Summer Games Fest. Made me look a mug again. <laughs> if the predictions weren't <laughs> enough.
0: <laughs> you were rubbing it in with some actual dates. Jeff Keighley rub, <laughs> rubbing salt into the wound.
1: <laughs> but I'm not actually mad. I, I love that there's actual dates. Now we just want people to stick to them. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I actually think the... My, my overall thoughts from just the Summer Game Fest conference itself, the, the future of gaming... I must say I I wasn't I wasn't blown away by it really I think some of the games they showed I'm really excited for and as you said it was yeah. a lot of it was uh games that are going to get delivered you know touchwood soon this year yeah. or early next year but the actual I think maybe it was more a case of the sort of video games they showed as opposed to like the overall conference itself maybe didn't do it for me as much Things like Mortal Kombat One, which I think looks bags of fun, I'm not gonna go and buy day one, yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah, just uh, not a big fighting game person, no and' no, I'm terrible at them yeah i'm I'm awful at them, but yeah, there was a few in there that uh that I really really liked the look of. I thought Prince of Persia looked absolutely awesome. I'm really happy that a that series is finally getting revisited after so long and b they've kind of gone back to the the old school roots of the, of the 2d side yeah. scroller i knew you'd like that as yeah. soon as that came up as like josh feel like <laughs> yeah i do like a 2d side scroller well you know what i mean a, a, yeah i suppose it is 2d side scroller yeah i thought that i thought that looks really really good looks a lot like um the old ones you know like sands of time yeah. that kind of thing like rewind in and the combat looks really fun they've like revamped the The prints to make him look kind of like more modern and sort of like edgy, haven't they? Like with his hair and stuff. And the art style is beautiful as well. I think those, those, um, I don't actually know the studio that's developing it, but I thought it looked, it looked, yeah, really good. Any highlights for you? Well, I've got others, but we can tan. That was it for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've got a few. I think the one that I first wrote down. Or, I've written out in bold is um, Warhammer Space Marine 2. Yeah, the cult game, yeah. And I've just put in capital letters in it series. Yeah,
0: massively. Yeah, this is us written all over it.
1: Yeah, I played the first one. I've played it for you a few times, actually. It's really fun. It's um like third person shooter, sort of Gears of War esque, but a bit more just in your face, thrashing and. Fashion, yeah. as opposed to cover-based. As you know, you get your chainsaw, your bolt gun, jump pack, and you just fly into battle. Yeah, um, and this one's really cool because it's with the. T- I'm just really cautious, so you're just gonna laugh at anything I say now. No, after the old Magic don't. the Gathering scam, I'm
0: only ju- you know I'm only winding you up.
1: Come on, um, no, the t- and it's with the Tyranids in this one instead yeah. of the Orcs, and they're like, it's just, I don't know. I just really like that. I think they're a really cool enemy to, yeah. to fight.
0: Yeah, the Tyranids are sick. They're like well underused, I feel like in any
1: in any war. Yeah, I like. mean they're basically it's just alien isn't it they're just the aliens from Alien, but loads of them.
0: Yeah. And they remind me as well of the Arachnids from
1: called Scythe Star- 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 Troopers. Troopers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they are, they're a bit of a crossover between those two things actually.
0: They've meld like melded them together in some kind of like yeah. Frankenstein enemy. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think that would be awesome to play through together cuz I love Warhammer. Games. I'm not actually a collector or anything, but I think the universe and stuff's wicked. And yeah, we're, we're always partial to a little cult game, aren't we? And that looks yeah. right up our street. Was it Dark Tide that we played?
1: Dark Tide? Yeah, that was the like Left for Dead Star one. Yeah, I wasn't massive on that, to be honest. We're massive on that. Uh, I mean, the levels were mad long, weren't they? they we were did really that long. one level and it took like an hour and a half. It was like the second like, level as Jesus.
0: well. Yeah, but this, uh, yeah,
1: that looks awesome. That is really, really good. The first one, I did, the story was really cool as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they just carry on. I think it's the same main character, so it should just carry on. Oh, wicked. Yeah, I think that would be really good,
0: man. Really, really good. So my, my main highlight, I'd say, was Alan Wake
1: 2. I think this looks amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, they had me at the PlayStation announcement yeah. showcase thing. Yeah. So this was just more of the same. I was just, I can't wait for that.
0: Yeah, and we got to hear from Sam Lake as well. the yeah. actually, a little bit more of what the story's going to entail, the gameplay, the mechanics, that sort of thing. And obviously, we got a, a, a proper, you know, unedited segment. Yeah, yeah, of, um, which is
1: great because it's the opposite of. Do you remember when they? Um, I think it was at E3 one year when they did the anthem. Uh, like yeah, gameplay segment, and, it, and it's just like, and it looked amazing, just, though, didn't it? yeah and that you've just got the people talking to each other it's like oh over on your left one behind you don't watch out and like they, all the people are talking to each other like they're playing it like they are not yeah it's like it's so
0: overdubbed yeah yeah e3 had a habit of throwing out like really awkward because it's all live and things like that it's it, it had this habit of throwing out these really awkward moments it? and people have made like youtube compilations of them yeah yeah this looks wicked so it's obviously playable there's two playable characters now alan wake and i can't remember the detective's name but yeah it's one side of it's kind of like true detective style which looks amazing and it's kind of Mm -hmm. culty this these uh these cultists and then you're kind of like slipping between
1: realities it looks like they've also pushed it a bit towards like the resi vibes yeah, because that room that she walks into looks like a Resi safe room at the end. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think you can tell they've they've definitely had some clear inspirations for this game, and I think it looks awesome as well. It's got a, it's uh, got an October release as well, like right before Halloween. Oh, it's, gonna it's gonna be so good, sp- spooky season. Yeah, so I think that's gonna be my Halloween game. But um, yeah, I think it looks, I think it looks really, really incredible, man. I can't wait to get stuck into that.
1: Yeah. I was also really, really pumped for the next Like a Dragon game. Yeah, you're um, a big Yakuza fan, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, that's just like, I just think they're so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, like some of the fighting in it looked really interesting in this one. Like they've gone a bit more, I don't know, it looks like he's got more weird ability. Like they've always, it's always been quite tongue in cheek. Like you could always pick up ridiculous sized bollards and stuff and hit people with them it's <laughs> yeah like, it's not realistic, but in this one it almost like they've like gone a step further with it, so I'll be interested to see how that plays out, but honestly for me they're the reason that I love them is because of their it's like fear it's like opera, but in a video game it's like so much drama and betrayal and families turning on each other and yeah it's yeah it's just sick and yeah give me more of it give me more of it
0: love it yeah, I've never yep. played a Yaku- uh, Yakuza game. There's like a load on Game Pass in there as well.
1: Yeah, they're worth doing, man. They're really good. Just, like the earlier ones, feel a little bit dated in the mechanics now. Yeah, but they're still really good. Like, like I say, the stories and stuff in them—it's just worth playing them for that. Yeah. And then the later ones—they like they're a bit more polished and a bit smoother and really enjoyable. But they—they are they are enormous. They're like hundred-hour games if you do oh, everything. Yeah,
0: that's. I think that's the only thing that puts me off them. Where there's so many of them and they're so long as well, I'd find it hard to find the time to get into one. But I have heard nothing but good things, really, especially about the the later ones in particular. They mm-hmm. um they, they never made a sequel. But do you remember Sleeping Dogs?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Sleeping Dogs. Was yeah, Sleeping
0: Dogs was amazing, man. They, they never they never made a sequel for that, which is a shame because it was such a good game. I think I don't know yeah. whether it just didn't do very well or. Whether there wasn't the the clamour for it, but yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing yeah, game.
1: I really, yeah, I really enjoyed that game. One that I thought looked quite cool, actually, one that I thought looked absolutely sick was Under the Waves.
0: Uh, which Did you see one that?
1: Was This it's the Quantic Dream published one.
0: No, I don't think I saw this. Maybe I went to the toilet or something.
1: It's uh, by Parallel Studio, and it's like a a narrative adventure game um, and this oh, guy's been no, yeah, living yeah, yeah, underwater. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, but, yeah, I did. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he's just like, oh, mate, that looks sick. I oh, looked well There's like Sub-Zero, uh, Sub-Zero? Sub-Nautica vibes. Yeah, um, absolutely. But a lot more like story driven, less open world exploration. Yeah. Um, and like the idea of just being someone who's just lived in isolation for so long. Yeah, I was well up for that. That looks amazing. And there's
0: kind of like it, it, it weird really weirdly it gave me kind of firewatchy vibes in a, in an odd way like I think cuz it's got that sense of mystery about it and he's like oh there's someone else down here and it's almost like the you know the fire you know the firewatch like yeah, has yeah. that am I just going a bit mad because I've been on my own for so long yeah. am am, am, yeah. am I wanting to see someone because I haven't seen someone for you know, I've just heard this voice over there. And is the voice on the radio even like, ha, like you know, have I even been talking to this person? That kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I love that. Well up for that. Yeah, that did, um, that did look very good, actually. Yeah, yeah, that, that I think that, to be honest, other than Alan Wake and Warhammer Space Marine 2, I think that was the one that I was just like, oh, I'm, I really want to try this game. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I looked thought looked really cool that I thought you would um, be really into as well was Lisfanger, Lisfanger. which was... like it looks like hades um but you what i think the mechanic is is like when you die and you do another run the uh, your first run is with you as well yeah you split and then like yeah yeah that looks really cool was like a as a mechanic i really enjoyed the idea of that
0: yeah it's like an interesting take on the on the rogue like kind of format isn't it where you just do the run you die and then you yeah and you and you just, you get more powerful in that way because you've got more of you i think the other one for me obviously is final fantasy VII yeah uh, rebirth which was the set piece at the end of the show yeah uh, as we mentioned earlier on two discs but i'm really excited to see you know we we spoke about this a few times in recent podcasts but i'm, I'm so intrigued and excited to see how they do that open world and when they were like it's on two discs as well it's like ah okay maybe maybe they have done it then maybe they have done yeah. it but massive massive final fantasy 7 fan and i love the remake so obviously that's going to be a a day one for me i think because it's just it's just excellent
1: and it looks stunning as well it looks absolutely beautiful
0: any others from from the main conference
1: I mean, not an announcement I was particularly interested in, but I did quite enjoy Nicolas Cage pretending to like video games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good fun, wasn't it? He's brilliant, though, isn't he? He's just absolutely yeah. class. It's
0: like Dead by Daylight crossover. It's like <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, yeah, it's just mad, isn't it? It's just mad. But it's such a him thing to do, isn't it? It's like, oh, I'm just going to play
1: myself <laughs> in this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the other one that I... <laughs> I don't. I mean, it looks like it could be a lot of fun, but my immediate thought was just, "This is going to perform like a bag of shit." Yeah. Was um, John Carpenter's Toxic Commando?
0: Yeah, this looked really weird. <laughs> so, like just ultra cheese, wasn't it? With the Bon Jovi yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Like what? I don't know how much he's got to do with that, or whether it's kind of just his name on it. If you know what I mean, like yeah. I don't know, but that was just basically another zombie shooter, wasn't it? But
1: just It was days gone if it was first person, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it looked like it. Just hordes and hordes. But, I mean, as soon as this, as that started happening, I was just like, but you, this isn't going to run on a Xbox or a PlayStation. <laughs> it's just it? going to
0: smoke it out. It's just <laughs> going to smoke it right out. <laughs> I capped at, like, 15 frames. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, overall, then, I there was things obviously things i really enjoyed about it and i still preferred the playstation one personally it just showed more games that i would be more interested in but like you said we got a lot of dates for things and they're all quite soon as well um but yeah yeah good
1: yeah i think i'll put them on a pretty even keel to be honest for me i think um yeah yeah I, i found myself being excited by like a similar amount of both of them i think
0: yeah so there was a couple other mentions that I just wanted to quickly talk about from the Xbox conference. Obviously, Starfield being one of them. Yeah. Which, it does look incredible. I really hope it's the game that they that they promised because, obviously, we've been burnt a couple of times, not specifically by Bethesda, but, you know, obviously Cyberpunk, No Man's Sky, which are kind of both similar in a way to this game. But, yeah, it does look... It does look incredible. It looks like it's got a hell of a lot to do in it, a lot of variety, and the main thing that stood out for me is it looks like they've sorted the combat out as well. Which is what I don't like about Fallout games is the combat. Mm-hmm. And it looks a lot more fluid. Like they've they've taken some some tips and inspiration from some more traditional shooters, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas you know the the, the first person combat in Fallout just doesn't do it for me at all. I can't do the VATS thing. I find the weapons so so boring and just it feels like you're just doing no damage and like, things like that. So I, I'm really excited to play that. I out in September. And the other one, which was a bit of a surprise, really, was Star Wars Outlaws, which yeah, looks yeah, yeah. amazing as well. So the first fully open world Star Wars game where you play as a smuggler mm. and you're going around just to different planets and doing different missions looks really really good as well the theatrical trailer they showed and then they've showed some gameplay at the Ubisoft conference as well
1: yeah but i mean that's my biggest fear for that what's that is it going to li- an open world game made by ubisoft
0: <laughs> yeah is it going to be littered with collectibles and stuff on the map
1: don't don't get me excited about a star wars game if you're going to make it Assassin's Creed Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Star Wars.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I,
1: Assassin's I, Skywalker.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm with you on that one. I do hope it's not. Don't get me wrong; like they obviously make very very good games, like very well polished games. But yeah. it's just the game has changed for open worlds now. I think, and I hope they adapt and make that Star Wars game like it's way more about the exploration. And the reward so, for exploration rather than you need to go here, 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 here and in that order. And then there's a million other things you can do, which are all marked on the map at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring have set the bar now. And I think, you know, as a, as a as a game player, that's that's what I want in open world games now. I want that exploration. I don't want to be told that I need to go to this specific point to pick up this specific item, if you see what I mean. Yeah
1: just fetch quests and stuff it's just I don't know yeah they sort of done to death now and yeah. I think like it, it's, it was obviously a lot of it pioneered by Ubisoft and it was incredible when you know when they first started doing it but I think they just haven't for me personally they haven't changed it enough with later iterations of games in the same franchise it's like, like I remember the early Assassin's Creed I loved them the early Far Cry. I absolutely loved them and then it's just like, they just bring another one out. And it's like, what was the Far Cry that was set in America?
0: Five? W- what, yeah. What, um, yeah, set in Montana.
1: Yeah, yeah, set in Montana, yeah. I wanted to love that game so much. I was so excited to play it. Yeah. And then it just didn't feel different enough from any of the nah. other Far Cry games I'd played.
0: No, I think the third one, obviously, was such a, a change for them, for the better. And then the fourth one, obviously made this brand new environment in the himalayas and loads of different yeah. traversal and it was still fresh but yeah i agree five it was like oh it's, you know it's far cry it's this is the formula now i i did enjoy far cry five i have not played six but i'm not i'm not clamoring for another far cry game if you know what i mean in the same way as when i yeah when i see Assassin's unless Creed, they, trailer, unless they change yeah it, right? yeah exactly it's the same way as i see like the assassin's creed um mirage trailer i'm like yeah it looks it looks good but i just have no inkling to play it at all because i'm no. i'm worried it's going to be exactly the same as the last it like, looks 10. as
1: equally good as the last one yeah yeah exactly and if that's but your they're bag, not they're not bad they're not bad games no, i'm not no, saying no, no. they're bad games but i already own three of them <laughs> i don't yeah, want another yeah, yeah. one
0: yeah no i totally i totally agree i totally agree so yeah i do hope they you know, they, they change the formula a little bit in terms of how their open world is because I'm a little bit fatigued <laughs> from it and I haven't yeah. played an Assassin's Creed game since Odyssey, so,
1: yeah. Yeah, but it's because it's, it was so popular it's bled into everything else, right? And it's like, Horizon's pretty similar in that respect.
0: Yeah, I think Horizon you know I mean? sort of sits somewhere in between, doesn't it? Like, there's still a lot of a lot going on on the map and but it's not, too much that the Assassin's Creed game is just mad how how much is going on and you don't get that sense of exploration do you as much because you're just being told to go from one point to another don't get me wrong obviously you've got to have you know you've got to have an objective or, or, or a waypoint to go to, to so you can go through the main story but you know side quests and things like that Zelda and Elden Ring have shown that you can just you can across. make a 10 out of 10 game and not have someone hold your hand all the way through it. Mm. So yeah, fingers crossed, because I do think it looks awesome as well. And it's more Star Wars and I love Star Wars games as well. So yeah, fingers crossed. We'll see how that goes. Last out next year. Right then, do a little reflex Select, shall we? Shall we? Yeah. Right, this week we've got Aliens Dark Descent so that's coming out on Tuesday the 20th of June. That's out on PC, uh, both Xboxes and both Playstations. And it is developed by Tindalos Interactive, who did Battlefleet Gothic, which I've never played before. Uh,
1: yeah, I've played that. Yeah, what's it like? Come on, Steam. It's like a um, space space battle strategy game set in the Warhammer world. Nice. Um, And I don't know whether you've seen them because they're not like standard in like normal Warhammer nowadays, but they, it was like, um, one of the old original games they used to have. And it was all of these like fleet ships right. that you would control. Yeah. Um, and they're like, where it's like, what all of the, the like Imperium will get like traverse the stars in sort of thing before they go down onto a planet. Right. Got you. Got you. You know, battle it out. Um, yeah, it's quite good. It's quite complex. I haven't played a huge amount of them. It's, it was quite overwhelming. But um, is it a bit like Homeworld? At all? Not played that. Nah. No.
0: Like kind of yeah, it's like where, where you're kind of like battling in space. It's an old school
1: RTS. Um, oh Relic. yeah, I know Homeworld. Yeah, it is quite like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So that was the only other game they've made. But we're both pretty keen on playing this. It's a shame it's not cut because I thought it was cut for a while. But it's more like XComy, I think, but a bit more active in terms of the strategy. Yeah. So yeah, I think it looks really good, man. I mean, I love, I love the Aliens universe. It's a shame there's not enough good Alien games out there, really. Though they have kind of turned it round a little bit recently with um, the uh, Fireteam Elite was was quite fun, and obviously Isolation Alien Isolation
1: Uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, Isolation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the. I think that's probably the best alien yeah. game in my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: Don't forget Alien vs Predator, Alien vs Predator Two. Oh mate,
1: what was <laughs> the old Alien vs Predator RTS? Alien vs Predator Extinction. That was wicked. Really,
0: I've never played I, that.
1: I love that game, mate. It's a Alien vs Predator RTS, and you can play as the aliens, predators, or the humans. Right. And you have to like build your little base and stuff, and like it's literally yeah. just like a old school RTS, and it's oh, mate. Oh, we need to try and dig up a copy of that yeah play yet. on
0: good old games or something like that yeah i'd be i'd love to try that i've never played that before
1: <laughs> 2003 it came out
0: oh mate yeah that's like that's prime that's primo rts era that is so yeah that looks really good alien start descent I'm, I'm looking forward to that it's out on the 20th of june um if you're into your XComs coms and alien i think that'll be that will be one for you definitely what you got coming out this week
1: well this week I have the second part of three parts in total of our um foray into Redfall the trilogy the trilogy of Redfall and they get progressively or we progressively start to realize through them how how much we don't want to carry on <laughs> playing this game <laughs> and the third one's just amazing so it's a bit of a build up this one you start to we start to trickle in a few of the uh, yeah few of the issues that you see
0: <laughs> i should say as well we weren't playing it to point out those issues we were both no. genuinely excited to play this game and didn't hear great things about it but we tried it nonetheless and uh yeah it didn't deliver sadly but so this is the empire strikes back then of the trilogy
1: yeah it is and yeah then- it's it's called uh your vampire ass made a mistake mistake <laughs> being like steak a vampire
0: nice love it love it throwing a pun in there as well yeah why not so that's out on loot the truth this week this weekend yeah nice is there a dog barking
1: yeah it might be next on neighbours. but it's not in my flat i was
0: gonna say have you kidnapped a dog
1: <laughs> no i wish i wish i had a dog
0: <laughs> you go and kidnap that one it sounds like you got locked <laughs> in the toilet mate right that'll do us this week thanks ever so much for listening thanks for uh, coming on again con no problem mate and we'll see you all in episode 16 au revoir